Peace, everyone. It has been a minute since I dropped an episode on Tea Time Podcast. I know, I know, I know. There's been a lot going on. Life has been lifing. Let's just say that I'm living the epitome of you plan, they plan, and a lot of plans. And a lot is the best of planners. So, here's this episode. This episode is about the wheels. And I gotta admit, while life has been lifing, I do believe that I really didn't drop this episode yet because it's, it was pretty easy to edit and I had started it and I was excited about it. But on September 17th, I recorded this. And I think a true reason why I did not actually post this is because of some fear. So I got to admit. So this season is about conquering fear. So you definitely know some fear came around some of my episodes. Um, I got to admit that some people put some doubt in my head about what I'm sharing in this episode. Um, but we conquering fear. So peace. Assalamualaikum. Welcome family to Tea Time Podcast by Atia J. This is your self-help spiritual podcast, uplifting topics we all love to avoid, but we definitely need to conquer. Tea Time is your moment to pause, listen, and absorb what is soothing to you. I'm Atia J, aka Tia, certified holistic life coach and this idea was sparked by my passion to help others discover their latent potential purpose and significance especially if you are one who feels overlooked alone or forgotten you are not alone you are not forgotten i see you and i feel you welcome to tea time podcast enjoy the tea What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Podcast. It's your girl, Tia, a.k.a. T.T., a.k.a. Atia J. And I am here with another episode of Tea Time Podcast. This is an impromptu episode. This is (laughs) like, I got to get this out. This episode is all about conquering fear of bearing witness. And I just have to do this episode really quickly because... My husband and I were blessed, and along with Journey and Khalik, Khalik was crying, you'll hear it in the video, but my husband and I were blessed to be able to experience viewing the wheels. And the wheels, if you do not know, are these so-called UFOs, these so-called, what do they call them, UA, 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 unidentified aerial phenomenon. So UAPs, these so-called UFOs that the government has now released and said that they've been and admitted that they've been doing research on them for all of these generations and years, we were blessed to experience the wheels. And the wheels are what we in the Nation of Islam or those of us who have knowledge uh, from the Nation of Islam from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad know as the wheels, the weapons, and the, yeah, the wheels. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to do this episode to bear witness to my experience and my husband's experience, um, but mine because I'm here, of seeing the wheels. And yeah, so here we go. We were in, we were heading home last night. I believe it was around, ooh, I would say 8 p.m. or so. 
it was we picked up food at eight four. Yeah, so I it was definitely around like eight twenty, around eight twenty, eight thirty p.m. We were driving to get some food, and my husband's going around the curve, getting off of a highway, and he just goes, "What is that? What is that?" And I'm, he's pointing at something up. And I'm looking at the windshield, looking for the bug. I'm like, "What? You, where's the bug? What do you mean?" And I'm free, I'm trying to like remain quiet because bugs freak me out. So I didn't want to see it and freak out. Um, Journey and Kylie are tired, so I didn't want to do that and set them off. And he is driving and he pulls over. He said, "I'm sorry, love, I gotta pull over." So I'm sitting here afraid because I'm like, "Dang, he's about to get this bug. He doesn't want me to see it. It must be really big. It must be really scary." Then he points up. He said, do you see that? And when I looked up this time, I finally saw it. There were lights in the sky, wheels in the sky. Later, we counted 20. And I'm, of course, going to put the video in. Um, but there were 20 lights in the sky on this angle, on this, this in, in like ranks, in ranks, in a formation. And they were just moving like this. I don't know if y'all can see it. They were moving like this in the sky. These bright lights as brighter than stars. Like if you see planets in the sky, they were brighter than that in the sky, just moving. And they had this glow around it and they were just there in the sky. I said, oh my God, oh my God. I couldn't even speak at first. And I started recording and I'm just like, yo, these are the wheels. Yo. Chill, what is that? I don't know. Yes, yes. Assalamu alaikum. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we know what that is, love. Unless, I don't know, Dr. Wesley's saying, is it ours or theirs? But I think that's ours. Yo, all praises due to Allah. <laughs> a miss. Yes, yes. That's wild. Good. Yo, it looks like a. It looks like they're one, but it's a whole bunch of separate pieces. Yeah, I don't know. Yo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Went behind the clouds. Did it just disappear? Yeah. Just disappeared. It just disappeared? Just disappeared. Could be clouds. But we saw what we saw. And y'all saw what we saw. What the hell? Yeah, that was a good eye, look. <laughs> what? Okay. It just disappeared. Yo. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to come back. Right, right. I don't, I'm like, waiting for it to come that, back. <laughs> for it to just disappear like that. Yeah. I mean, we know what it was. It's the wheels. Yo. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> that was wild. What? I know I'm not tripping. You got that. You spotted that. I thought you saw a bug. <laughs> Okay. 
Yo, they just disappeared. Like, what is this? <laughs> like, I need to know. The facts, they definitely just disappeared. It just vanished. And there are other stars out. It really nah. just disappeared. <laughs> Y'all saw it on video. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Babe, do you see what is that? Yeah, I don't know. Did it just disappear? It was an amazing experience. It was an absolutely amazing experience. And yesterday was September 16th, 2023. And of course, in my mind, if you know me, you know I'm always looking for the reason why. I'm always looking for understanding. I'm always looking for when I see signs such as what I saw last night with the wheels, I'm looking for what am I supposed to get out of that sign? What am I supposed to do? What is the meaning of this? Where am I supposed to go after this? Because signs to me, that's in my intuition, in my experience, when something is significant enough for me to want to think and ponder about it and think about its meaning, then that means it's a sign for me to either do something, to learn something, to research something, to see something. So I had to do it. <laughs> I, w I was pondering it and pondering it. And as I'm scrolling on Facebook this morning, I was scrolling on Facebook. I saw a brother post, and it was from five days ago. He said, and y'all know this brother, Brother Trey, that's been on the podcast before. We actually just did the last episode together. So shout out to Brother Trey. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, but Brother Trey posted on Facebook, he, uh, on my timeline, it came up five days ago, that September 17th should be a holiday for us. And I'm thinking, I'm like, what was September 17th? What is it? And I'm looking at the comments to see if anybody mentions it. And I saw somebody put a comment saying, yes, a day of revelation with a U uh, UFO emoji. And I was like, oh my God. So I Googled it because I know what that meant. <laughs> I Googled it. I said, September 17th. 1985 I knew the date because I've been I've been reading 1985 Farrakhan and September 17 1985 was the day that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan called a press conference to tell the world about his more than a vision like experience going into the wheel the mother plane correction September 17 1985 is actually the day that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan had his more than a vision-like experience in Mexico. And having a conversation, or not a conversation, but receiving instructions from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. It was a small conversation. So I'm gonna play that here. It is in this spirit that I make this announcement. In a tiny town in Mexico called Tepotzlan, 
There is a mountain on top of which is the ruins of a temple dedicated to Quetzalcoatl, the Christ figure of Central and South America. A mountain which I've climbed several times. However, on the night of September the 17th, 1985, I was carried up on that mountain in a vision with a few friends of mine. As we reached the top of the mountain, a wheel, or what you call an unidentified flying object, appeared at the side of the mountain, and I was called from the wheel to come up into the wheel. Three metal legs appeared from the wheel, giving me the impression that it was going to land, but it never came over the mountain. Being somewhat afraid, I called to the members of my party to come with me, but a voice from the wheel spoke saying, not them, just you. I was told to relax and a beam of light came from the wheel and I was carried up on this beam of light into the wheel. I sat next to the pilot, however I could not see him, I could only feel his presence. As the wheel lifted off from the side of the mountain, moving at a terrific speed, I knew I was being transported to the mother wheel or the mother plane, which is a human-built planet a half a mile by a half a mile, which the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us of for over 60 years. The pilot, knowing that I was fearful of seeing this great mechanical object in the sky, maneuvered his craft in such a way that I would not see the mother plane and then backed quickly into it and docked in a tunnel. I was escorted by the pilot to a door and admitted into a room. I shall not bother you with a description of the room, but suffice it to say that at the center of the ceiling was a speaker and through this speaker I heard the voice of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad speaking to me as clearly as you hear my voice this morning. He spoke in short, cryptic sentences. And as he spoke, a scroll full of cursive writing rolled down in front of my eyes, but it was a projection of what was being written in my mind. As I attempted to read the cursive writing, which was in English, the scroll disappeared and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad began to speak to me again. He said, and I quote, President Reagan has met with the Joint Chiefs of Staff to plan a war. I want you to hold a press conference in Washington, D.C and announce their plan and say to the world that you got the information from me on the wheel." End quote. He said to me that he would not permit me to see him at that time, but he said that I had one more thing to do and when that one more thing was done, I could come again to the wheel and I would be permitted to see him face to face. He then dismissed me and I entered the small wheel and the pilot, whom I still could not see, moved the craft out of the tunnel and took it up to a terrific height.
and maneuver this craft that I might look down upon the mother wheel and I saw a city in the sky. With great speed it brought me back to earth and dropped me off near Washington where I then proceeded into this city to make the announcement. After I awakened from the vision, it seemed to vanish from my mind. However, on the morning of September the 19th, 1985, a great earthquake struck Mexico City, and it was felt as far away as Tepotzlan, the little town where I was staying. The earthquake brought the vision forcibly to my mind, and I spoke it later that morning for the first time to my wife, Khadija Muhammad, and to Sister Tainetta Muhammad in the city of Cuernavaca in Morales, Mexico. This was the announcement of my experience with the wheel. I was mind blown when I realized the dates. I, on September 16, 2023, had seen the wheels. Today, when I woke up September 17, 2023, I was led to that post that led me to the minister's press conference September 17, 1985, about the wheels, bearing witness to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad still being physically alive, bearing witness to the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Master Fard Muhammad being a lot in the person and the master, the most wise, the all-powerful and having these weapons the mother plane and the wheels which are 1500 planes that are military weapons that are in the skies to protect Allah his messenger the Messiah the Mahdi to pr protect to protect them and to protect us the believers these wheels are in the skies and wow I have to bear witness I have to bear witness to it. Like I, I, it's, it's not like I hid that, you know, I have knowledge of the wheel. I know when I was younger, I was definitely afraid to speak about the wheels, but I, I haven't actually bear wit. Well, I haven't really, I have seen what I thought was a wheel and I still believe it was because it was there and then it wasn't, but it was still. I have never had an experience in my life where I am seeing a moving wheel in the sky. I've seen videos, several videos. I've wanted to see it, but I saw not one, 20 wheels in formation, in ranks, moving and maneuvering together. They had a glow around all of them and they revealed themselves to us. And as you see in my video, then they one by one disappeared. There were no clouds. I was like, there has to be a cloud when I first saw it. But there were no clouds in the sky because I was still looking at stars and the stars were clear. It was a clear night. And these wheels disappeared one by one and they disappeared and showed us what their power is. They showed us what they can do. And wow, that was beautiful. Mind you, reports came out the next day claiming that the lights that we saw in the sky were actually Starlink satellites being sent off into space. Number one, I'd like to say that they disappeared in front of us. We saw them disappear with no clouds in the sky and they had a glow around it that a satellite would not be able to make. They were way too bright. 
Dracor satellite. And lastly, I do want to present this video clip from the Time and What Must Be Done Part 51 of the minister explaining the type of news reports that came out after he shared the actual announcement of his more than a vision life experience. Check it out. And may Allah bless each of you with the light of understanding as I greet you in peace, thanking you for being with us this morning. I greet you. Assalamu alaikum. That same night, after I concluded my press conference, it was reported and shown on a Washington, D.C. news station, Channel 9, on live TV footage of the wheel's presence in Washington, D.C. Take a look at this video footage. Well, I don't know whether it's a contrail of a jet, but I don't think it's a comet. Over here as the sun is, the comet's tail should point away from the sun because the radiation from the sun should be pushing it back. Also, this object, this would-be comet, is moving too fast through the sky for a comet. All right, great. Can we do the close-up tape now? We'll take the same one and we run it through uh, our hanser and <coughs> kind of blow it up. Right. Now, comets would be visible day after day after for a couple days at least, right? That's right, exactly. You should see it for many days. It's moving, of course, very, very fast, but as it's moving through the sky, it would not be moving anything like that. The tail on this does, in fact, look, look like a comet. It's simply pointed the wrong way, and it's moving too fast. Okay, what else could, okay here's a question. Hold it there. What, what would cause that? Well, it could, of course, be a vapor trail from an airplane, and somebody would claim it's a UFO, but uh, I would not say it's that. You should turn to that as the last possible explanation, and I suspect that uh, others can come up with a definition in meteorology. All right, I don't have any meteorological ex explanation. I mean, if it was a vapor contrail, there's one thing that blows that theory. That is that this was seen in Baltimore almost 60 miles away, exactly the same way, at exactly the same time, at exactly the same spot of the horizon. That tells me it can't be a contrail. You can't see that far. Well, with respect to being a comet, in fact, there is a uh, reasonably bright comet on the horizon, which you could see if you look very carefully, but it's north-northwest, and this appears to be south-southwest. So it's in the wrong place in the sky. And I've checked with the Smithsonian Astrophysical Observatory and the Naval Observatory, and they're not aware of one, or at least they didn't know when I called them. I don't think that this is a comet. So what we're left with is, what are your possibilities in order? Well, first of all, I think you need more data. You need to analyze them better. I'd like to see some photographs from You might find that there's a comet that people have not yet reported. You might find that it's somehow related to an airplane. You might find that it's some type of meteor. You find occasionally there are meteors, rocks that are simply going through the sky, what a child would call a shooting star, which will cause a momentary streak of light. It's called a bolian. Perhaps one of those. But I would not say it's a UFO. Keep you updated. Meanwhile, Bill Kamal will be back with a six-day forecast in just a couple of minutes. Gordon, that's it. What do you think it is? Uh, I'd, I'd go towards the meteor or something breaking up from space, but not neither a contrail or a comet. You go toward the shooting star theory? Yep. Not toward the UFO theory. No. Stay with us so. now as Eyewitness News continues. And that's what they were. They were jet contrails. They were totally unrelated to what we saw last night. Now, I'm not saying that last night's may not have been a, a jet. It, it could have been a well, but they were two separate incidents. And tonight, what we saw had nothing to do with last night. On the right, you see a picture of uh, today's uh, definite jet contrail. I watched it myself with the naked eye. On the left is yesterday's. Uh, news watcher tape. Let's roll the news watcher's tape just for a moment so we can put it in perspective. The main difference uh, that I see is the last night's image was much uh, brighter and much more billowy than the uh, other night. 
Now, the scene I talked with Captain Neiman at the U.S. Space Command at Peterson Air Force Base in Colorado, they track all the debris in space that might re-enter. It does not correlate with the thing they were tracking, so we can rule that out. Dr. Richard Berenson said it was not a comet. We can rule that out. Most likely, it was not a meteor. We can probably rule that out. So what we're left with is maybe a real high-flying airplane, maybe a military plane, 78,000 feet, or maybe something from space floating by. There is no indication there's any sort of ship or vehicle from another planet or anything like that. We try to update it because it was interesting, it was fascinating to watch, and one by one we're eliminating things, and hopefully tomorrow we can put it to stay with it, a contrail of some sort that was uh, kind of highlighted or backlighted by the sun. It was very beautiful looking, but that seems to be an indication from a commercial aircraft or possibly even a military aircraft flying at very, very high altitude. Uh, we believe that's what it was, and uh, that's the story. And if there's any more to tell in a few days... The video footage was not of the highest quality, but it is sufficient to show the presence of the wheel over Washington, D.C. So, of course, last night and this morning, I've been doing research as to what this means, and I really just wanted to share with you. I don't just want to share my thoughts, but I want to share from Scripture uh, what I... I believe the significance for me, and I believe the significance for me bearing witness was in seeing those wheels. So, last night I started with this wonderful book. Can y'all see it? Yes, you can. Message to the Black Man in America by the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And I'm sure you've seen this book, you've seen it in cartoons, you've heard people talk about it, hopefully by now, inshallah. If not, here it is. If you're interested in getting one, hit me up and let me know at teatimepodcast at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, I saw 20 planes. But at first, um, in, I, I looked back to, at the video and I counted the 20 planes, wheels. And I at first thought it was 19, which is a very significant number. I've been studying Mother Tynetta. And Mother Tynetta always spoke about the number 19 and the significance of that number. So at first I thought it was 19 because some of the, two of the wheels were kind of close together. It was like a mush. But when I fast forwarded, I could separate them and there were 20 wheels, but it was 19 wheels closer together. And there was that one wheel that you can see that's a little further off. So I of course went to message to the black man. I was led to it. And I started looking through the contents and I wanted to read the section about the battle in the sky or the wheels. However, that number 20 came to my mind and it, it came to me to go to page 20 and read. And then it came to me, start on page 19. So I looked at the section and the section actually starts on page 18, but <laughs> the section that I was led to that the title is on page 18 and the actual section starts on page 19, is the coming of the Son of Man. And it starts with this Bible verse. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all of the tribes of the earth mourn. And they, they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. That is from... Matthew 24 30 in the Bible my husband's name is Matthew by the way he's the one who spotted the wheels first um, and it is not his first experience seeing a wheel so I'm gonna read this section 
from Message to the Black Man. And then we are going to go explore that Bible verse. Here in the plainest words is the son of man on the judgment day. We are not told by either Moses or Jesus to look for God on judgment day to be anything other than a man. Spirits and spooks cannot be the judge of man's affairs. Man is material of the earth. How long will you be ignorant of the reality of God? You are poisoned by the devil's touch. Why are you looking for a God that is not flesh and blood as you are? Spirits can only be found in other in another being like yourself. What pleasure would you have in an invisible world? And on the other hand, what pleasure would spirits have in this material universe of ours? Your very nature is against your being, anything other than a human being. These are the days of the resurrection of the mentally dead so-called Negroes. The Son of Man is here. His coming has been fulfilled. He seeks that which was lost, the so-called Negroes. Many now are receiving his name, and that name alone will save you. The wicked nations of the earth are sorry and angry to see the Son of Man set up a government of justice and peace over this, their wicked world. They see signs in the heavens, sky, of great power to execute judgment on the world of the wicked, and they mourn. We must have a new ruler and a new government where the people can enjoy freedom, justice, and equality. Let the so-called Negroes rejoice, for Allah has prepared for them what the eye has not seen, the ear has not heard, and the heart has not been able to conceive. The enemy knows this to be true and is now doing everything to prevent the so-called Negroes from seeing the hereafter. Ooh, 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 ooh. Just the, mm. in the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's words, we're getting an understanding of that Bible verse, Matthew 24, 30. So of course I had to go read the Bible again. And I'm not going to get into deeper discussion of more of my thoughts right now because I do have to go. Um, but let's just read the Bible verse, Matthew 24, 30. That's where I went next. That's where I went this morning. Last night I was too tired to get it. So when we turn to Matthew, which is the first chapter of the New Testament, 2430. It's in a section that's called Jesus Speaks About the Future. I, I found that interesting. But I read the Bible verse in the Bible. And it reads as this. And then at last, the sign of the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens, and there will be deep mourning among all peoples of the earth. And they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. I am reading the New Living Translation, this copy. Can you see it? Yes. Of the Holy Bible. So it has an asterisk after the verse that I just read. So of course, me, on my research, went down to the asterisk 
and it says to see Daniel 7.13. So, go back to the Old Testament, and I open Daniel 7.13. Mind you, scripture is something that we take for granted seriously, because typically it was given to us by the general society as a storybook, as something fictional, as something made up, and you have to realize that a lot of us were taught Christianity and Christianity was spoon fed to us by white supremacists, white people who enslaved our ancestors. And they did it for the purpose of enslaving our minds and thinking of them as the master. So in our minds, we are receiving the Bible as a tool used to control our minds. That does not speak to what the Bible originally was for. The Bible is a scripture and as well as the Holy Quran is a scripture that was written to help guide. It was written actually from a larger book that writes history 25,000 years in advance in order to guide and inform the people of how like of the time yeah that's it of the time the honorable minister lewis farrakhan did a wonderful series in 20 2013 10 years ago now the time and what must be done and it's all about scripture and the guidance and the honorable elijah muhammad and the teachings that we have received so we especially my generation we take scripture for granted i believe it's because a lot of us are coming from the perspective of reading scripture as we were taught to read the Bible as a way of, mm, I'm going to slap you on the hand or get yourself together and I'm going to give you the verse in this way. I myself even, I had that mindset. I grew up in um, Christian schools and Catholic schools. So even I had that mindset reading the Quran when I first started reading the Quran because I actually was more well-versed in the Bible in the past because of growing up in Christian schools. But even reading the Quran, I would look at the things that would tell me that I should be careful or my, I'm gonna have these negative consequences for my actions and things like that. And only recently am I able to see myself in the scripture as being instrumental in the plan of Allah in establishing his kingdom here on earth. And that is a beautiful kind of a, a realization that each and every one of us are here on this earth because we are key and important to God, to the creator, to Allah in establishing his kingdom here on earth. Whether our behaviors are, uh, you know, negative, trying to take away from that establishment, which you can't do. So why, why even try it or positive in being a believer and willing and wanting and striving to submit your will to Allah so that you can be absolutely steadfast and instrumental in establishing his kingdom here on earth. Because if you live on the earth today, if you live in where I'm living, not in Jersey, but if you live in where I'm living, like on in society, you know it is not of God. You know it is not a positive environment. It is not a positive realm it is not positive powers that we live in 
right now. They're negative. They're this. We're under the rulership of Satan in this moment, but we are in the time where that rulership is being broken down. However, it requires us to bear witness. It requires us to speak up. It requires us who may be more, may be aware of that type of lifestyle and society and, and energy that we're living in to speak up to bear witness, to share our experiences, to teach those who may not be aware and to love like yourself and love Allah and God and love the creator and love your fellow human enough to want to wake them up to the realities of world that is just opposite of the matrix, <laughs> opposite of the matrix that we're living in. And the matrix is a good movie to watch to, try to understand the concept of the fact that we're living in a world that is not of God. We're living in a world that is a temporary rulership and is not, not good. <laughs> it's, it's just not, that's it. So saying all that to say, I continued research and I went to Daniel 7, 13 as directed by the asterisk and this is what he said and this blew me because remember i told you today september 17th 2023 is the anniversary of the honorable minister lewis farrakhan's vision like it's more than a vision like experience on the wheel and daniel 7:13 says as my vision continued that night i saw someone like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven he approached the ancient one, capitalized ancient one, and was led into his presence. Whew. I said, what? Okay, I need better understanding. So let me go back and read that entire section. So this is going to uh, be the entire section. The section is entitled Daniel's Vision of Four Beasts. So let me read. Earlier during the first year of King Belshazzar's reign in Babylon, Daniel had a dream and saw visions as he lay in his bed. He wrote down the dream and this is what he saw. So remember that scripture is not just a storybook. Daniel was an actual person who received a vision and this is record of his account. This is record of a real person's account of what he saw, a real vision that he had. You know that each and every one of us have dreams. I don't remember my dreams every night, but each and every night we dream. Each and every night there's something that happens. I had a really weird dream when I was young. <laughs> you know what I mean? Peanut Butter Monster was chasing me, but I wasn't me. I was both Nala and Simba from The Lion King. You know? So we have dreams. We have them, and these dreams are wild. But imagine what can happen if we tune into the dreams and begin to research like I've been doing with after seeing the wheel and try to discover what, why, why did I have that dream, <laughs> you know? So this is Daniel's dream and he sought to discover why did I have that dream? And this is record of his account of having that dream. In my vision that night, I, Daniel, saw a great storm turning the surface of a great sea with strong winds blowing from every direction. Then four huge beasts came up out of the water, each different from the others. 
The first beast was like a lion with eagle's wings. As I watched, its wings were pulled off and it was left standing with its two hind feet on the ground like a human being and it was given a human mind. Then I saw a second beast and it looked like a bear. It was rearing up on one side and it had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. And I heard a voice saying to it, get up, devour the flesh of many people. Then the third of these strange beasts appeared and it looked like a leopard. It had four birds wings on its back and it had four heads. Great authority was given to this beast. Then in my vision that night, I saw a fourth beast, terrifying, dreadful, and very strong. It devoured and crushed its victims with huge iron teeth and trampled their remains beneath its feet. It was different from any of the other beasts, beasts and it had ten horns. As I was looking at the horns, suddenly another small horn appeared among them. Three of the first horns were torn out by the roots to make room for it. This little horn had eyes like human eyes and a mouth that was boasting arrogantly. I watched as thrones were put in place and the ancient one, and there's an asterisk next to ancient one, that says an ancient, it was Aramaic for an ancient of days. And the ancient one is the most high. I watched as thrones were put in place and the ancient one sat down to judge. His clothing was as white as snow, his hair like purest wool. He sat on a fiery throne with wheels of blazing fire. And a river of fire was pouring out, flowing from his presence. Millions of angels ministered to him. Many millions stood to attend him. Then the court began its session and the books were opened. I continued to watch because I could hear the little horn's boastful speech. I kept watching until the fourth beast was killed and its body was destroyed by fire. The other three beasts had their authority taken from them, but they were allowed to live a while longer. There's an asterisk there. And in that asterisk, it says that is Aramaic for a season and a time. And Aramaic is connected to Arabic which the Holy Quran is written in. And if you've read the Holy Quran, a season and a time is something that comes up repeatedly. I thought that was interesting. As my vision continued that night, I saw someone like a son of man coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the ancient one and was led into his presence. He was given authority, honor, and sovereignty over all the nations of the world so that people of every race and nation and language would obey him. His rule is eternal. It will never end. His kingdom will never be destroyed. 
that got me, so I had to continue. The next section is titled, The Vision is Explained. I, Daniel, was troubled by all I had seen, and my vision terrified me. So I approached one of those standing beside the throne, so he's still in his vision, and asked him what it all meant. He explained it to me like this. These four huge beasts represent four kingdoms that will arise from the earth. But in the end, the holy people of the Most High will be given the kingdom and they will rule forever and ever. Then I wanted to know the true meaning of the fourth beast, the one so different from the others and so terrifying. It had devoured and crushed its victims with iron teeth and bronze claws trampling their remains beneath its feet. I also asked about the ten horns on the fourth beast's head and the little horn that came up afterward and destroyed three of the other horns. This horn had seemed greater than the others and it had human eyes and a mouth that was boasting arrogantly. As I watched, this horn was waging war against God's holy people and was defeating them until the Ancient One, the Most High, came and judged in favor of his holy people. Then the time arrived for the holy people to take over the kingdom. Then he said to me, this fourth beast is the fourth world power that will rule the earth. It will be different from all the others. It will devour the whole world, trampling and crushing everything in its path. Its ten horns are ten kings who will rule that empire. Then another king will arise different from the other ten who will subdue three of them. He will defy the Most High and oppress the holy people of the Most High. He will try to change their sacred festivals and laws, and they will be placed under his control for a time, times, and half a time. But then the court will pass judgment, and all his power will be taken away and completely destroyed. Then the sovereignty power and greatness of all the kingdoms under heaven will be given to the holy people of the Most High. His kingdom will last forever, and all rulers will serve and obey him. That was the end of the vision. I, Daniel, was terrified by my thoughts, and my face was pale with fear, but I kept these things to myself. I'm laughing because it's blowing my mind. Like I'm I'm reading this as he's a real human being experiencing this, experiencing this, and I would be terrified too if I had a dream like that and all of that was revealed to me. Like what in the world do you do with that? Well, for me, I bear witness. So this is me bearing witness <laughs> to the honorable Elijah the, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan for his vision-like experience and more than a vision-like experience 
similar to that of Daniel in the Bible, where he was able to hear the voice and to speak with the most honorable Elijah Muhammad after he departed. And that was also like the announcement of Minister Farrakhan calling out these evil plots for war, as you saw in the clip. Whew. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm not going to explain everything that I saw today, but I will get back to it. But I do want to point out in Daniel verses 9 through 10, in his description of the ancient one, that sat down to judge. It says his clothing was as white as snow. His hair was like purest wool. Purest wool speaking to his blackness in my perspective, in my understanding. He sat on a fiery throne with wheels of blazing fire. The, the wheel, the mother plane is described by the minister as the fiery throne or the wheels have been described by the minister as fiery, right? As blazing fire. Um, wheels have been seen as that orange glow looking like fire, just balls of fire in the sky. Mm. <laughs> With wheels of blazing fire. Like this, this, this is wild. This is wild. I thank a lot for the wheels and allowing me to see the wheels. I thank a lot for that. And I thank a lot for giving me the strength to bear witness I'm excited. Those are 20 wheels and that number 20 led me to this verse, led me to Daniel, led me to understanding. And I was also led to a verse in the Holy Quran after praying that told me to flee towards Allah's way, which means I had to hurry up and get this out of my mind. I had to hurry up and speak this before I forgot. And I'm gonna have to hurry up and edit this later when I have some time because I need to speak up. I need to bear witness and that's what I wanted to do. I do want to mention the little horn. When the little horn was explained, how boastful and arrogant it was and how it directly attacked the believers or Muslim peoples, I directly and immediately thought of Donald Trump. Because when you think about those four beasts as being four kingdoms that ruled over the world, that fourth beast being the most terrifying is America. Absolutely, because America has touched every single part of the world in its terrifying, bullyish ways, how it uses iron, what was it? Terrifying, dreadful, and is very strong. It devoured and crushed its victims with huge iron teeth. Just the, the bombs that in the United States of America are used to destroy countries that are not doing anything. America has become the bully of the world in order to get money for itself and money for its people that it provides for. But we won't go there. Um, but I thought of Donald Trump and that little horn, that little horn coming up and how boastful it is. And what really stuck out to me is how he will try to change their sacred festivals, talking about the believers, the holy people of the Most High, and laws, and they will be placed under his control for a time, times, and half a time. 
So I thought that was very interesting because, of course, we know Donald Trump is running for president. To me, that sounds like he might win the presidency. Um, and also, to me, that just sounds like I see in history where Donald Trump, he's random, but he will speak big about certain political things. He's very arrogant and boastful, but he's, to me, like a little horn that just pops up out of nowhere. The fact that he became president does not even make sense. He was a reality TV show star, and he, you know, is a businessman and all of that. It's like uh, like Jeff Bezos becoming president out of nowhere, um, or Elon Musk becoming president out of nowhere to me, and that's what Donald Trump did. Um, so I found that very interesting because... I thought of him when I was reading about the little horn and the holy people, of course, are the believers. And we are taught that er the righteous people are Muslims. Muslims are those striving to be righteous. Um, so the believing people, the way that Donald Trump was just so blunt <laughs> about attacking Muslims in his presidency um, and while campaigning, it, it was real. Um, so... Yeah, I was led to a lot. I had a lot of revelation. I thank you all for um, listening to my testimony, allowing me to bear witness. I thank Allah for giving me the strength to bear witness. And I suggest for further research, I will do it, that you all listen to the time and what must be done by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. First of all, listen to the whole series. It is a 53-part series that he did started in 2013, and it each episode is one hour. It's actually one hour. Uh, I believe there are a couple episodes that might go a little longer. However... There are specific episodes, let me find the specific episodes, that are about the wheel. I will give you those episodes, and I will also link them in the show notes. So, my camera died, I'm not going to go and get it again. But, the time and what must be done, part... The time and what must be done, part 51, 52, 53... 54, 55, those are what you want to listen to. So time and what must be done, part 51 to 55, you are going to want to listen to to get more information about the wheel, what it does, the baby planes, the mother plane, all of that, all of the things that you have heard. The government now admits that they have been doing research for so-called UFOs, but they do not admit that they stole the information about these so-called UFOs from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad when they arrested him. And they are now doing the work to try to create their own wheels. Um, there's a lot of information. I need to stop. I appreciate you all for letting me speak with you. I hope that you all... Go with peace. Have a wonderful day. And don't forget to follow Tea Time Podcast on Instagram at Tea Time Podcast. Follow me on TikTok at by Atia, A-T-I-Y-A-J. And if you have any questions or would like to bear witness yourself, email me at teatimepodcast at gmail.com and you can do so. Absolutely. The time and what must be done can also be found on all podcast platforms, it was posted by a Kiana Muhammad. So shout out to Sister Kiana Muhammad. You can check out Time and What Must Be Done on the podcast. You can also Google it and find those specific episodes. They will not be on YouTube, I believe, 
because they were taken down unless people reposted them and they haven't been taken down yet. Um, but check it out. Definitely do your research. Definitely learn some more. Please hit me up and let me know if you believe that you have seen a so-called UFO and let's talk about it. I would love to hear. I am open and down. I've heard stories before and I finally got to see some. I'm excited. Um, I would love to hear all of your stories of your seeing the wheels. And if you want any more information on the Nation of Islam, please let me know. I am excited to share. Thank you for listening. Peace. Assalamu alaikum.